The following is my conversation with Francis Collins, a researcher at the National Institutes of Health, who is currently the director of the Center for Human Genetics. In this episode, we discuss the concept of hagiocracy and the importance of using evidence in decision-making. Collins also talks about his work on the Spinnaker theory of gene expression and the discovery of a new species of clavicetheriums. Enjoy. This show is made possible through the support of Paracronism's Desecrator. Paracronism's Desecrator is a new game from Clockwork Games that challenges players to pair together words that have uh, anagrams, homophones, and phonetic equivalents. The game is available now for free on the App Store and Google Play. If you're looking for a challenging word game that'll keep you entertained for hours on end, be sure to check out Paracronism's Desecrator. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Hey everyone, this is Lexman with another episode of the Artificial Podcast. And today we're talking with Francis Collins about hagiocracy and the use of evidence in decision making. So, Francis, let's start things off by talking about what hagiocracy is. Can you give a brief definition of it? Well, hagiocracy is a form of government in which a particular class, group, or family maintains control through favoritism or family ties. Interesting. And it seems like a lot of governments can be classified as hagiocratic, don't you think? Generally, yes, I do. So why is it important to use evidence in decision-making, especially when it comes to government? Well, I think one reason is that governmental decisions can have wide-ranging consequences. For example, if a government decides to remove taxes from a particular industry, that could have a major impact on the economy as a whole. And similarly, if a government makes decisions about which technologies to fund or for what reasons, that could have a big impact on the development of new technologies. That's definitely true. I mean, one of the main reasons I started this podcast was because I care about science and I care about how it's used in society. And I think it's really important that we use data and evidence to make informed decisions about the world around us. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think it's important to keep in mind that not all decisions need to be based on evidence. For example, some decisions might be better made on the basis of personal or emotional factors. But at least we should always be using evidence when we make those kinds of decisions. Absolutely. So what do you think is the most important thing for people to remember when it comes to using evidence in decision-making? Well, I think the most important thing is to be thoughtful about what information is useful and how to use it. Uh, and also, it's important to be open-minded about different viewpoints and perspectives. For example, if someone has a different opinion about a particular issue, it's worth considering why they hold that opinion and whether or not it has any merit. That's definitely true. And I think it's important to remember that everyone has their own biases and opinions. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we need to try to understand those perspectives and learn from them. Exactly. And I think it's also important to be honest with ourselves when it comes to our beliefs and opinions. <sighs> For example, if we know that we're biased in some way, we should be willing to acknowledge that fact and try to compensate for our bias in other ways. That's definitely important. And I think it's important for people to be aware of their own biases so that they can use them responsibly. <sighs> Absolutely. So what do you think are the consequences of not using evidence in decision-making? I think the consequences can be pretty significant. Uh, for example, if a government makes decisions based on prejudice or ignorance, that could have a lot of negative consequences. Similarly, if a government makes decisions based on wishful thinking or ideology rather than evidence, that could also have harmful consequences. Yeah, 
I think that's definitely true. And I think it's important for people to be critical and analytical when they're making decisions. But at the same time, we need to also have compassion and empathy for other people's viewpoints. Absolutely. And I think it's also important to be aware of the fact that not everyone has access to the same information. For example, some people might not be able to read or understand complex scientific documents. So it's important for government officials to make sure that everyone has access to information that's relevant to their specific situation. That makes sense. And I think it's really important for people to remember that not everyone is as smart as them or as expert in a particular subject matter. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I think it's important for us to respect other people's opinions, even if we don't agree with them. That makes sense. So Francis, what do you think are the most important things that people can do when it comes to using evidence in decision-making? Well, I think the most important thing is to be thoughtful and organized when they're looking at different sources of information. And also, it's important to be open-minded about different viewpoints and perspectives. And lastly, I think it's important to be honest with themselves about their beliefs and opinions. All great points. So what do you think is the biggest challenge that people face when it comes to using evidence and decision-making? The biggest challenge I see tends to be cognitive, namely people tend to find it difficult to come up with an intellectually sound argument for or against a particular position. And this can often lead people into heated debates or arguments without actually coming up with a viable solution or a solution proposal. That sounds like a common problem, honestly. But at the same time, I think it's important for us all learn how to use evidence and data in our reasoning process. Otherwise, we'll just end up getting stuck in endless debates without actually achieving anything meaningful or productive. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us today, Francis. Uh, Francis, we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it by clicking the buttons below. And if you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to contact us via email or on Twitter. Thanks again. And Today, Francis will read a poem for us titled The Harpsichordist. The harpsichordist plays with precision, her touch diamond bright, as she reaches for the music in her heart mm -hmm. and coaxes it from the strings. She fills the room with sound and leaves all else behind.